0: It's a beautiful day in the Hollywood, a beautiful day in the Hollywood, a beautiful day in the Hollywood So don't you be a hater Hey y'all, thank you for joining me again at the Guideous Hideaway Today is gonna be a more serious episode, a more heartfelt episode And I'm definitely giving a trigger warning now I will be talking about rape and molestation um so this is your trigger warning um so now I know that you guys see it everywhere everybody's talking about a rape case a rape allegation Chris Barron was just up there you know the R. Kelly situation is still buzzing and going around so it made me reflect onto my life you know growing up for me life ain't been no crystal stare or whatever you know I did come from a decent home don't don't get me the lion you know but I feel as though I raised myself and my oldest sister raised me as well me and my older sister are super close and she's like my mom like she taught me everything in the world you know that I don't know and she kept me in line and everything else so <clears throat> like I said this is the trigger warning when I was 16, I was raped by my male best friend. Um, it was this boy, you know, I used to kick it with him all the time, used to chill with him all the time. I was never attracted to him, never wanted anything sexual with him. Like, that was the homie. He was my friend. So on well, one day, I met him after school, and I was um, walking home, and he was walking like, hey, with me to go pick up my sister. He had a little sister. I went with him to the daycare. We picked up the sister. He took the sister home. He went up his stairs into his house. He lived in a house. He went up his stairs into his house or whatever. And then he, um, he came out through the basement. I didn't think anything of it. But I have never seen him come out of this doorway in the basement. So he's like, "Okay, hey, so I have to watch her. So I'm about to go inside. Come give me a hug and I'll see you later. I'm like, okay, cool. Literally not thinking anything of it. Um, I go down the stairs to give him a hug. I hugged him. It was normal. And then when I went to walk away, he grabs me into his house and it's his bedroom there it was two metal doors and I remember the clink of these doors closing it's like one door and then you walk really really short distance and it's like you know like the bedroom door and I'm bamming on these doors and I'm trying to get out and I'm fighting him and you know I'm screaming I'm like yo chill like what are you doing and he's pulling out my clothing you know I went to a school where I had to wear a uniform so you know he is taking on like he's Ripped open my shirt from fighting him. My school pants were all ripped in the crotch area. I'm scratching at him. I'm biting and I'm fighting. But I'm small, guys. I'm literally only (laughs) 4'10". At this point now, I am like 175 pounds. Back in the day, I literally was 4'10 and about a good 90 pounds. For a couple of years, I couldn't get past like 110, 115 in my super early 20s, like 21, 22. So, you know, you know, high school, I'm super skinny, probably like 90 pounds, 95 pounds type shit. So anybody could fight me off or whatever, but I've always held my own. So fighting and scratching at him. But yeah, he raped me that day. And I told any, I didn't tell anybody because I was ashamed that it happened to me. I didn't want to disappoint anybody in my family. I didn't think anybody in my family would believe me because, you know, I used to want to run the streets and I had a whole bunch of homeboys. We were friends. I was a big tomboy, you know, just being around people. And I didn't know any better. Like, I didn't know that it was okay to tell anybody. Like, I didn't know this. Um, so when I got home, I just told my sister I had a fight. I used to be a big fighter back in the day. Oh, I had a fight. This is why I look like this. And, you know, she didn't think anything of it. You know, we talked about a fight, and I just lied to her. And to this day, I regret lying to her, and I should have been more open and honest. And, you know, it it became a cycle to me to not associate emotion and love um, to sex, because I just felt like nobody respected my body, so... I'm just going to do whatever, and I had very low, you know, insecurities growing up, and um, I didn't feel like I was beautiful or anything like that, so anybody who told me that I was pretty, I was always in their face and around them and let them use my body, however, that was the first time that I was raped, and then probably the next year, another... You know, a boy that I used to like and was talking to him, hugged up with him, kissing with him and all of this stuff. He made me as well. And I said no. This is crazy. This is a part, like, I said no and I fought him off and I was very stern. But he made me, you know, feel as though, like, I, like what he was doing to me was justified because I should have been kissing him. I should have been hugging him. You know, I should not have been letting him think that something sexual was going to happen. And, um... That that was like the second time I was I was you know violated and raped and it just triggered to me that I was a nobody that I was a nothing and um, that my body meant nothing to myself or to others that it was just here for other people's gratification. Um, you know I was molested by my mom's boyfriend growing up and I never told anybody because the typical black homes don't wear these little shorts don't do this. Um, my mom always picked dudes over me and my siblings. So a lot of things I faced alone and as I got older I healed from it like alone. My purpose of this episode is to be as transparent as I can be so other people can feel the feel like it's okay to speak their truth of the childhood burdens that excuse me guys childhood burdens that you know you carry Things that you tuck so deep and so far away in your mind that you don't want anybody to speak of. That you don't want to speak of, like, for yourself. I want to be that safe haven. Like, I want you guys to, to freaking, you know, Follow me on Instagram and follow me on Facebook and look up the Hood Goddess, three S's, guys, on Instagram. And know you can jump in my DM and you can talk to me, my love. You can pour your heart out to me. And I'll be here with the cyber hugs. And if you're in the New York like area, like, we'll link and I'll talk to you because I know what it feels like to grow up feeling alone and like you have nobody and like you are nothing. I know what it feels like to feel ugly every day of your life. I know what it feels like to want to kill yourself and to have these thoughts of that life would be better without you because of things that you've been through and people that hurt you I want everybody to know that you are not things that happened to you in your past and you are not these those things should not burden you and you have to heal my love you have to let these sexual traumas go the abuse go you have to just let everything go so you could flourish and you can heal And you can be a great person and all them tears that you have cried from your childhood and from the pits of your soul. That is just water for your soil and you are a beautiful flower and you will bloom and you will blossom and you will be a great goddess. You will be a super goddess and your wounds and and your testimony will help you be able to help others walk through the darkness and you will be their light. I want to be the light at the end of the tunnel. I want to be the light at the beginning, the middle, the end of this tunnel for some of you beautiful people to learn from, to grow from, to feel safe, to be able to talk to me. I want to be so transparent that you guys just feel okay. And this is why I am now telling my story. I've never really told my story, but I told it on Facebook. And um, the response I got was, was beautiful. I got to talk to my older sister about it, which I never did. And I dedicate this episode to my older sister. I am sorry that you had to go through any of the hardships that you had to go through. I am sorry that life for you wasn't a crystal stair because you are the most beautiful person that I know. You are the strongest, beautiful person that I know. I crave to have your dark skin and your beautiful eyes, the brightest eyes that I've ever seen my whole life and you are so loving and so caring and so rough and tough and strong and all my life i wanted to have the darkest beautiful skin like you i wanted to be as strong and tough as you and i'm sorry that anybody violated you as a child growing up and i'm sorry that we came from the the home that we came from because your life and the way that you deal with your feelings and your emotions would be totally different But I thank you, I thank you for loving me and for guiding me and for teaching me to be strong and to be tough and to be diligent and to educate myself and to never let anybody take advantage of me. I thank you for learning how to deal with having the sensitive crying sister that you do. And I thank you for learning to deal with their emotions And I thank you for having my niece and teaching her to be a beautiful young woman. I thank you and I dedicate my episode to you. And I dedicate this episode to all of my women of the world and all of my goddesses walking in their light and having to go through this trauma. This episode may be a little all over the place and I'm definitely sitting here super emotional. (laughs) But thank you for listening. And thank you for joining me at the Goddess Hideaway. (laughs) Love is love always. And it's always the Goddess way, baby. Until next time. I love you. I see you. And I'm here for you. Mwah.